What's the Canadian national anthem, Frank? Oh, Canada. Start recording. My Polluting our air. Oh. Hey, Canada, what are you doing? What you, dude, you, you said you guys are going off in your little family group chat. Yeah, we have been. <laughs> the Great White North is now becoming the great. It's the Red Wedding. Facts. The Red Wedding. Yeah, so, so we got smog, baby. Smog. So our air quality index is Hazard, currently oh 462, which is only whatever Nikki Q out of 500. Whatever Nikki Q pulled up, it just says air now, and it says hazardous, and the arrows all the way at the most hazardous like point. They changed yeah. their domain to air no. They got rid of the W. Yeah. So Canada uh, Air, more like Canada no air, because you guys just got smoke. <laughs> that's it bad joke of the year yeah that was good dude, dude yeah, you walk so. outside so I was like fire yeah that's yeah, you can't see you can't see anything it's really either. gonna fuck up our weekend that's no, it's the most not. important thing no it's no. not it's gonna be gone I'm gonna go outside and do breathing exercises I will say all the uh, pictures have been crazy that people have been posting mm-hmm. it's wild yeah thank yeah. thank god for social media cause I know it's smoky outside now and like I love campfires but it's kind of turning me off from mm-hmm. campfires Feel bad for Ralph. He was just over in LA filming. And he LA. just flies back and then like imagine you're flying back, just a normal week, you know, doing some work, and then you look out the window and you're like, I can't see an inch in front of me. Well the what thing can about, the pilots see? The thing about that is LA literally has the most perfect weather, no matter what. The whole northeast has this smoke and bullshit and LA's just chilling. So yeah, that does suck. Oh, they're pretty smoggy. LA? I think you're thinking of San Diego. California? I think no. You're thinking of San Diego, bud. No, nah, man. You ever been to LA? Can't say I have. I have, so. Been to Vegas, NBD. though. Yeah, NBD. Pretty close. Get real world, dude, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this is a, a serious issue in my life. I mean, the soft fucking pansy part of me is like I can't even sit in my office and work. Yeah. I can't even be at home. I'm just laying down. I'm like, uh, my head hurts. Uh, it's hurt all day, dude. My allergies hurt. already get me as it is. Dude, I totally called the teledoc today and lied and said I've had like a bacterial sinus infection for three weeks so I can get amoxicillin just to be prepped. Yeah. How about the firefighters out there? They're all just like, fuck you pussies. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like well, if you're a firefighter. Yeah. Like imagine a this- firefighter manly of the most man. Compared to me complaining about how I can't sit in my office in an air-conditioned office and do my job because of this slight smoke. There's a uh, <laughs> firefighter that works out at Max, and he came in with a broken wrist, and he was doing pull-ups. Yeah, and that's... he's like 200. He must be like 280, like Fuck. at least. He's I'm like six a... four, dude. It's crazy. I'm such wow. a bitch. Yeah, we are not. <laughs> we are not that All guy. Around pussies here. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Um, so yeah, we're dealing with it as the whole Northeast is. Um, how about coworker nicknames? I feel like this is a topic that's talked about a lot because, uh, especially a new guy in the office, right? You walk in, someone gives you a nickname, and as the new guy, it sticks right away. What if you hate it? That's the worst. I mean, that's the thing, though, Jared. If you hate it, you can't let on that you hate it because then it just sticks more. Nah, you mm-hmm. okay? Then you just go this, to HR. This is bullying <laughs> one hundred and one. Listen, Joe Biden's a president. You totally can. All right. You can't go to HR, man. So I, I saw this. Um, this Bring one, a Budweiser out one, of your backpack. You'll be fine. <laughs> I saw this one TikTok uh, with a bunch of nicknames for coworkers, and they're pretty great. So I'm going to read them out real quick. Uh, so there's one, uh, Foreskin. They disappear when things get hard. Oh, man. All right. 
You got E.T. They're always trying to go home. I can relate to that one. Everybody. You got G-Spot because no one can find him. Lantern, not very bright, but has to be carried. G-Spot's kind of okay. cool. Sam, self-appointed manager. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Deck chair folds under pressure. I like that one. Wow, those are cool. Splinter, annoying prick. And that's the aggressive. last one. <laughs> those the last aggressive. one was aggressive. La- last one's direct. <laughs> yeah. And, like and I was the like, last one's like, and that, that one guy. That I, I didn't have any cool corporate office nicknames. Everyone just like abbreviated everybody's last name to like three letters, and that was it. Very like yeah, I generic. Guess I never got a cool one. Very great value. Yeah, no. I don't think my name can get any shorter. Especially in the job, the industry I'm in now, which is like the most boring industry out of of mall. So you could probably guess. Um, can confirm. Cindy Zayas. Yeah, there's really nothing cool. That and he's comes AS, out of it, so. yeah. The only nicknames I've gotten is like he's a prick or douchebag or something like that. I think those are reviews. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I thought we were all just being friends. They're all no. on Yahoo, right? You're on Yelp too <laughs> much. Ha- having a laugh. But uh, So if you get a bad nickname, do you just quit? Just quit on the spot? Work from know. home. What do, you, what do you do if you have to quit and you have, you have no one to report to? So who do you, who do you tell that you're leaving? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, how do you know. handle that situation? Like, hey, I'm starting a new job soon, and uh, I'm leaving, and then no one answers you. I Email guess, HR. I guess you just leave. <laughs> Honestly, so I would, if HR I, doesn't answer you, somebody's going to answer. Keep, Honestly, I would keep it on the down low and just try to double dip as long as you can. Yeah, quit, quit and collect. Yeah, that's quit and collect. Plan. Well, that's where I'm at. So, mm-hmm. sounds Big. fun. Big uh, big moves come back in the office five times a week coming up Ooh. soon for your boy. Are you Can't excited or no? Um, I'll probably be productive. They probably make more money because you know, instead of getting fucked on like a policy situation and raging and be like, screw this, I'm gonna go play golf. I'll like be forced <laughs> to work still. So that'll probably be a good thing. Yeah, yeah I will say. For me personally, I'm way more productive in the office. I know it's, everyone's different, right? <clears throat> Everyone does, you know, work uh, the way they do. But if I was in the office five times a week, way more productive. I also feel like it's a weird thing to say, but I also feel like I'm a lot better at um, with my handicapping when I'm in the office because um, I primarily spend my free time, my lunch break, like reading, studying, looking at stuff, games I'm interested in. And, you know, those little like 15, 20 minute breaks you take in your cubicle when you're supposed to be working are also spent doing those same activities. Um, so, you know, obviously sad work from home. Life's going away uh, in the next month or so, but also, you know, excited for, for football to come around and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, really spend my my free time deep diving and uh, paying attention to what's going on because I don't want to talk to anyone that's over the age of like thirty. So, yeah, I feel you. Okay, Jared, I know you had a Battle of the Clubs recap. Oh yeah, Frank was there. Good weekend, Uh, bud. Good time. First part of Eagles Landing. Let's hear the honest review. Frank with ninety one chip in. Dude had a great start. Eagles Landing was uh, cool. I mean, just golf in Ocean City, Maryland is. Pretty nice, I must say. Yeah, what what oh, is yeah. Battle of the Clubs? All right, Explain. so uh, shout out to Team Money, my uh, my good friend, long friend Troy. Um, God, I've been going down there since like I was like thirteen. I don't even know. 
Um, but his parents have a nice spot and they let us go down. And, uh, the last couple of years, you know, we've been only going down for like one round of golf and a couple of beach days and go to the bars and get after it. Uh, but this year we started the first annual battle of the clubs for the hobby lobby trophy. And, uh, lobby, lobby we trophy. played, uh, we had a good group. Uh, well, there was eight of us until Frank left and there were seven and we played for the trophy and uh, we played three rounds of golf, two on Saturday, one in Eagles Landing and Run Point. And then uh, Sunday, we topped it off with the Augusta of the North, Baywood Greens, um, which is definitely in the top three best golf courses I've played at, probably ranked next to um, Snow Mountain and uh, Paiute Resort in Vegas. And then obviously Robert Trent Jones, where we went and played for Frank's Wedding, was also a great track. So those are probably the best three, but Baywood's Greens were uh, – probably some of the toughest and fastest I've ever played on. They were pretty legit. And um, it was just an all-around great time. So what we did is uh, it was just accumulated best score at the end of the round. And, uh, you know, the host, Troy, ended up bringing it home um, with a total of 288, I believe he had. Um, so congrats to Troy. I came in second. I tried so hard. Uh, but everyone, if you, everyone that knows me close, I'm a choke artist. There's nothing, nothing new about it. Um, and then I believe it was, uh, Craig, Jordan, uh, Tyler, Connor, Ash, and then Frank got an asterisk cause he only could play one, one round. So Nancy, no birthday parties next year around the same time. Uh, cause Frank definitely could have brought it home. So, um, we'll see you next year, battle of the clubs. And, uh, with that being said, uh, to kind of finish up office talk, I just want to do a quick promo. I do this every year around this time. If anyone's interested that's a listener, please reach out to me on Twitter at Jared Kosa. Uh, really cool scholarship organization that I'm a part of. Uh, has a tournament every year on July 24th. This year it's at Hellertown Skill Club where uh, every once in a while if you go around there, you might see Eli playing some guitar. And uh, he'll tell you it's probably one of the nicest bars in the Valley. It's a great track. Um, $195 a player and, uh, it's a group of five. You get grouped up with a former major league baseball player and all the proceeds go to, uh, underprivileged kids in the Lehigh Valley, uh, towards their, towards their scholarships. And, uh, it's a really fun event. Beer's free, which is huge. You get breakfast and lunch. Um, so the value definitely comes in there. And, um, last year we shot 17 under and didn't even play. So there's a lot of really good golfers. You could buy mulligans closest to the pin, Longest drive challenge, which Girth did win last year. So shout out to Girth for uh, hitting total bombs, and uh, him and I will be out there this year. So hope to hope to see some people out there. Yeah, great. Okay, uh, I know one thing you're going to be doing on the course: drinking beer. Always oh, free, Jared. Beers. I know you brought this, so if you want to take it away. Oh man, I'm all over it this yeah, week. I'm, going, I'm out baby. a week. You guys are putting it all on me. Um, so we kept it on theme: cloudy haze, because that's what we're living in right now. <laughs> uh did it for Nikki Q. It's a New England style pale ale. Yeah. Uh from Beer Tree Brew. So trees, haze, clouds. Uh it's brewed with sycamore hops. There's no description other than I'm cool as fuck. Store me at thirty eight Fahrenheit, please. From Bruden Can it's Bruden Can in Johnson City, New York, wherever that is. Solid beer though. Yeah, really good beer. Um, your typical hazy, right up my alley. I'm gonna go seven point one, seven point one. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, I'll do a. I like this a lot, man. It's really nice. Um, and five percent, it's not bad. I just slam a bunch of these. I'll do a. I'll add a point, eight point one. 
Yeah, it's a good beer. Uh, I think it's uh, you get exactly kind of what you think you're going to get, which is always good when a beer can line up. Uh, that whole feels there. Good taste. Not much of a burn. Uh, it's just very much a hazy beer to me. So I'll give it like a six flat. Uh, yeah, I like this beer. It's pretty smooth for a hazy. Um, like when you see the word cloudy haze, it's definitely not the flavor that you would expect. Um, it's honestly pretty refreshing. Uh, has had some like orange notes in there. It's not bitter at all. Um, only 5% ABV, so you need about three of these. Four, probably four feel pretty good. Uh, but definitely a solid beer. I'll give it a 6.8. Perfect. There's our beer, guys. Uh, really cool can, too. Like a chill can. I mean, it looks like uh, how it looks like now, actually. Uh, the smoke and the haze <laughs> with, with <laughs> right? everyone. Yellow and orange. Um, okay. <clears throat> the bombshell of uh the last couple days was easily uh live in the pga tour merging i guess it's it's like is live not going to be a thing anymore or is live still happening and and the was it the dp tour or something yeah do you notice that other tour that they threw in there i love that and how it just gets no i don't understand what's going on it's like a throw in yeah here's what's going on dude the biggest winner and loser of live Golf as a whole, the winner is Brooks Kepka and the loser is Roy McElroy. That's what's going on. Yeah. After they just left and made all that money, they did what the corporation ended up doing anyway, choosing the money. So those guys chose the money. Big boss was like, oh, you got to shame them, blah, blah, blah. They went, they're like, whatever, dude, I'm still playing golf, doesn't matter. Made hundreds of millions of dollars and then came back to play with the guys who were like, the golden ponies of the PGA, like Rory, who is getting fined by the PGA for missing events in upwards of what, two, three million dollars. All I feel like the live players just to prove a point should like pay his fine. They should like, somebody should just take it out of the drop in the bucket that it is for them now. And be like, here, Rory, we got you, bro. Like uh, we're all they were talking side, shit dude. on those guys, dude. Even better. And welcome to earth. Even better, dude. If you make that much, that would definitely look good for live tour. But, you know, Greg Norman's the face of your club, so that, that I feel like it kind of offsets. Where's the money? Obviously, that's what it boils down to at the I end of the know. day. But if I'm Rory McIlroy, dude, I'm at Jay Monahan's house tonight just beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beating guy, his that ass. That guy sucks. Um, he played the whole morality card this whole time, uh, you know, stopped a bunch of guys from joining Liv, uh, just really brought up just bullshit things um and he's joining or not he's joining them but he accepted a deal to merge with them uh it just kind of sucks i mean i would feel betrayed if i was a golfer that uh didn't take the money especially the the middle tier golfers i mean the higher up guys are are going to be okay they're going to get their money they're going to get paid they're going to work something out um but you know those like middle class golfers that are obviously still making way more money than us, but those guys should kind of, you know, should feel some type of way. If I was I them, dude, I would ju- I would have jumped ship immediately. If you're telling me that I can win like a million dollars, what what was like last place? They were disgusting sums. It lived yeah, to I don't know. DJ he, said it best though. It's like he was like, if all the average Americans, if you can make sixty percent more and do forty percent less work, are you not taking the job? 
Yeah, like, of course you are. It's good business. Yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't even 60% more. I mean, it's these guys were making five to time, five to 10 times the amount they would have made on the PGA tour, which like, is crazy. Cause nobody even, they can't get sponsors and, and nobody watches. Less. They're I not just, on TV. I just think like all the hypocrites out there, because I don't care who you are in your job profession. If someone came up to you, and said, hey, I'm going to offer you five to t- ten times your salary, plus you can work 20 less hours in a week. Every single person in America is taking that deal. I'll be like, where all my friends? No one cares where the money comes from. Your same exact job role, like, that's that got me tight because people try to play, like, the morality high ground when money talks. Yeah. You know, I'm obviously not saying that I agree with you know, everything the Saudis have done. But again, if they would have offered anyone that amount of money in a regular job, they would have taken yeah. it. And let's be honest, all all money has blood on it. Mm-hmm. The United States has 750 military bases around the world. What do you think they're doing there? Helping people? Using our tax money. <laughs> yeah, we literally committed genocide. And oh, the Fed killed the Kennedys. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? The American okay. dollar is not, doesn't have, not have blood on it, okay? <laughs> yeah, we have equal rights here, which is great. But how long did that take? These people are just a little bit behind the eight ball. But, hey, guess what? I play golf, and I want to make money. Yeah. And it, wouldn't it be better to take that money and then, like, do nice things for other people than play on the PGA and then... Pull Michael Block and get cut, and then go home, and you, all you did was spend money to go play. Okay, so <laughs> the, basically, what the deal is is the PGA Tour is going to handle the tournament play, and then uh, the people from Live are going to be doing all the commercial the marketing, marketing, and tel- <laughs> and television. So Live is going to take all of the profit, and PGA is going to remain nonprofit and run the tournament. Oh, so you oh, get tax so rate hand in hand, dude. Beautiful, tax rate, yeah. <laughs> And you know what's yeah. crazy is like the the head of finance for Live Golf is now like the head of finance for all golf. Yeah. So all the money's blood money now, apparently. And Did people still watch golf. The other the other big money move going on right now also had the Saudi Arabian offer was Messi two years for like a billion dollars. And then he just now is coming to the United States. So we got more money changing hands there. I mean, Saudi Arabia obviously has crazy amounts of money to throw around. But do you think this contract type, like, is going to change contracts in the future where, you know, Messi is going to be getting portion of revenue from streaming, from, you know, merch sales, because no one is going to watch that team. Specifically, not because of Messi. Like, he's the reason. It's that simple. Who was that? Me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I think the Saudis are just going to start making a bunch of sports to, leagues. To answer your question, I don't know. Messi is, you know, World Cup champion, all-time Ballon d'Or winner. Like, he's kind of the goat of goats on soccer now. Um, so having only 1% of the 1% of players reach that pro level, I don't think they're going to offer those deals. And those people are just going to be like, yeah, I'll take t- Ten million a year. Oh, but like the the high ups though. Like if you're if you're like LeBron James and you go for a new contract, do you pay attention to what Messi's doing and try to like introduce that to the NBA? Yeah, but I feel like it's only those three guys in every single professional sport who can do. Oh that. yeah, but you could do like smaller level stuff. Like it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? Like you could make like 
they have all like the, you know, if you do X in a season, you do Y in a season, you get this bonus. Like you could make that argument like Duncan Robinson's salary was built off a lot of incentives. He had to play a certain amount of playoff minutes, X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, if you show up, you now have the opportunity to blank. So like those hypotheticals might be pretty big for even like the NBA team with Adidas, like they did. I think it'll, it'll change some things, but those corporation corporations and sports teams can bully those players into what they want. And they'll go make a live tour. So, yeah. (laughs) And then they'll merge. I think let's make our own live tour. The big thing is like guaranteed money. You know, I heard, uh, you know, a big follow the money guy. Mitch Moss was bringing up a point. And it was like, what if like the Saudis just made their own football league? And we're like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, here's like 100 million guaranteed a month. And they just do that. Yeah. Because yeah. like the thing in the NFL is you get paid week by week. And not a lot of guys, you know, obviously there's a couple of guaranteed contracts coming into play now. Not a lot of guys will get paid if they're not playing and they're hurt. So it's like, oh, it's a violent sport. If I get hurt, I'm still like getting paid for my talent or energy that i bring in the clubhouse so and so be big for running backs and the positions that struggle to get yeah. the guaranteed money wild so uh new new world of sports on the way maybe new world order yeah i mean if you got like that position for example like the running backs you look at most running backs like saquon's a good example he's kind of like on the cusp of like that concept where they come in they're nasty in college they take a beating in college they're nasty on their rookie contract and then right as you're getting to the end start to accumulate a couple little injuries and they just get tossed dude and then the next workhorse comes out of texas or penn state or whoever georgia like so you know those incentives can maybe trickle down to that type of play style too where it's like if you exist you're guaranteed money at this year if you're still fully up and functioning you're 40 times there especially if you're a has-been that fills seats like imagine they do it in five years dude they would still give derrick henry whatever he wanted not because he's derrick henry of 2019 but because he's Derrick Henry and he'll put people in seats. Yeah, he's he's responsible for yeah. plenty of revenue, that's, for sure. That's what they're and doing. And the beers they drink and the food they eat and so on and so exactly. forth. So it's wild. Um, but, what I mean, what a time. Got the Canadian Open this week. Are they even going to play with the wildfires, Frank? What's the word in Canada? I have no clue. Um, I can't imagine they would, I guess, if it's still as bad, maybe. Uh, I, I truly don't know. We got block party part three though. They let this guy in Canada one time and the whole nation catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I can't imagine like a professional golfer being like, yeah, I want to play in this. So even if they kept the tournament on, like I could see people withdrawing and stuff. Well, the Saudis are in charge now, so there's no mercy. Um, Michael block four to one though, to make the cut. I think, uh, I think I'm in. Oh, Why you're not? back on the, back. the cut bet. The weak field. It's a weak field. Why not, dude? It's a good price. Probably watch them on Thursday. They'll probably have them on ESPN Plus. Oh, they're yeah. definitely going to have them in the feature group for yeah, sure. Yeah, come on. Tell me you're not going to watch them play. Reckon. Yeah, it'll be fun. A <laughs> um, lot, of, lot of fun stuff going on in baseball right now. A lot of, lot of history going on. Lu, uh, Luis Arias from the Florida Marlins making an MVP case. He's hitting 399 right now. The last person to hit 400 in a season was Ted Williams. And the last person to have a 56-game hitting streak was also in the same season. I believe it was 1941. That was Joe DiMaggio. He beat Ted Williams for the MVP because of the hitting streak. And don't look now. The Texas Rangers are 25 games above 500, and Marcus Simeon's on a 25-game hitting streak. So he is about 47% of the way there. Quick maths, probably 
maybe a little bit over, but um, baseball is better than ever with the pitch clock. I couldn't have been more wrong before the season started. <laughs> Quick game. It's exciting. Time. The the stealing, everything that's going on. Um, Jacob DeGrom out for like two years again. Dude, Pretty sad. So brutal. And then, uh, you know, our Yanks clo- uh, postponed the night because of the cloudy haze beers in the air. And, uh, you know, they played the White Sox last night, who have a 10 and 20 record on the road, and we get no hit through five by Lucas Giolito, who we own. So that was fun. Um, and we're still in third place in the AL East. What, what do we think, guys? Think we got a shot? What's, you know, American know. League is ridiculous. Until we get there. The American League is pretty much the AFC of the, of the MLB. Like, that's just how those two leagues are right now. You have the American League, which is a guarantee you American League team will win the World Series if besides maybe the Dodgers give somebody a run, but it's kind of the same thing in the AFC. I mean, who's there to compete in the NFC, the Eagles and the Niners? Who, the, who else can win a Super the Bowl? NFC, I saw a picture of all the 16 NFC quarterbacks and it's crazy. <laughs> it looks like, like Madden ultimate team cards yeah, that you bad. start with. Yeah. It's, bad. it's unreal. It's bad. <laughs> and that's how the national league is. Think about it. The defending league national national league champions have the second worst record in baseball right now that's crazy Phillies are struggling love to see it and the Yankees are in first place in every single division except for the NL West which and is we're where in third. Are they I was gonna say were they 15 games above 500 right yes. now and there are two behind the Orioles who are in second place the Rays really had it made though with the start like what they played Oakland and they played Cincinnati, and they played Miami. Like, they just played so many bad teams to start the season. Yeah. Well, their first loss was at, what, game like 13? They were yeah. like 12 and 0, and then they lost. Was that what it was? But they're skidding a little bit now. Um, they're playing someone not so good at home right now. I can't remember who it is. Um, might be the Mariners. But, uh, I mean, the Yanks should at least win the next two. Two twins. games, twins. Yeah, Sonny Gray is making they're, a nice one. Sonny Gray is making a nice run for the Cy Young this year. Why couldn't he pitch like that when he played for us? Um, <laughs> is beyond me. But he's like forty-one to win the Cy Young right now, and that's actually not a terrible price. You know, they might give it to Cole just because he's the baby. Um, but after the doubleheader with the White Sox tomorrow on the eighth, if they play, uh, we got a little three-game set with the Red Sox, who are in last place in the AL East. So fuck them. It's another good thing to see. Yeah. Then a little subway series. So hopefully we don't see Scherzer in those two games on the 13th and 14th. Uh, and then we see Boston again, Seattle, Texas. That'll be a good series. Oakland. So there's three wins right there. See uh, St. Louis, who's terrible. And then we got Baltimore, Chicago, and the All-Star break. So um, definitely get, getting a little sweaty. Um, in terms of, you know, betting purposes for the Yanks, uh, a lot of team total overs lately. Um, in their last 10 games, they are, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. They are 9 and 1 to the over going over their team total runs, which is usually around 4, 3.5. Uh, yesterday was 4.5. They went under, but that was just because they had three straight overs, which was uh, all against the Dodgers, which is obviously a really good team. So. Books are going to adjust there in that situation. Played a great, great three games against the Mariners. Um, when is Carlos Rundon coming back? I mean, dude, Harrison Bader's out with a hamstring. Judge 
with the toe with the sensational catch on the somehow the Dodgers have brick underneath a fence in right field. I think Be, that's yeah, that's a good idea. Too because of that, they're looking into the Dodgers organization is looking into that now. <laughs> you wouldn't think, oh, we have Mookie Betts, one of the best right fielders in baseball. We don't want to like think about this beforehand. Oh uh, no, just because now now something bad happens. Everybody's reactive in this world, I swear. Um, yeah, we should be proactive. Yeah, but I mean, we're in the swing of things. For yeah, baseball, we are. Though. We're there, dude. The dog days of summer coming up. I mean, what we're going into game three of uh, the respective finals tonight, and then uh, probably around this time next week, we will uh, we'll be done. Golden Knights cooking with Crisco right now, going with a two zero lead in the Florida. It's crazy that the NBA finals can potentially go into like the middle of June. Right. Well, they have so many, too days many days off in between, in between man. It's Wild. crazy. The days off are brutal. Oh my god! Especially if if you're staying. Like I get the travel shit if they're you know going between cities, but once they're at a city and there's multiple games in that city, it should be back to back nights. Yeah, Thursday, crazy. then Sunday, then Wednesday, then Friday. That'd be an ideal work schedule. Then Monday, yeah. then yeah, Thursday right? again. I hate that. I mean, it start it started with Thursday, Sunday, and they stayed in Denver. Why not at least make it Thursday, Saturday? I feel like the way and they it do- should be Thursday, Friday. Why don't they, they just keep the schedule it? how they do in the conference finals, where it's every other day? That is the best. So it makes sense. We're not going to do that. And then also, <laughs> you know what I mean? Get get on get on the phone with the commissioner of the NHL. Schedule the games out accordingly. Yeah. The day off, okay, hockey. Next day, basketball. Next day, hockey. Hey, stop it's it. seven stop games. Stop thinking properly. Stop <laughs> it. You're not a commissioner. It makes it harder. It just, just, um, but just don't do it. Just don't expect it. Commissioners game, are built different. <laughs> game three tonight. Yeah, guys. Nuggets get a ton of money. Tied right now. One to one. Um, hopefully it goes seven. Uh, hopefully both series, NHL and NBA, go seven. Uh, obviously, that's the wishful thinker as a sports fan. Um, but I, I think this NBA series is going to be good. Caleb Martin, 41 MVP. <laughs> it's worth a couple bucks. I'm in the value. There's, dude, there's value. I'm in there. There's value. He should have been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Shut up. He should have. I also could see Jokic winning even if the Nuggets lose because he's just the know, best man. player. They haven't they done like that in so that. long. I just... It doesn't it's such a yeah, weird dynamic. What like, if it goes seven, and the reason it goes seven is because of him, and they lose by like two, and he goes off in game seven? Then I still he, feel like you should give it to a Heat. Yeah, player. because there's someone on the Heat that's going to be performing well too at that point. Like every, even if they, none of the Heat players perform better than. But him. every call has an answer, right? So like, if he was stopped, it's because they stopped him. Like it's they did that. They're the reason that like he didn't win. If he's that good, then you should credit the people who stopped him. Because they won. Like, Bam Adebayo is averaging 23.5 points right now over the first two games. Like, 11, was it 11 and a half rebounds, something like that. I mean, like, how how could you look at a average of double-double in the finals and they, they give the MVP to the losing team? So I'd be so tight. I'd be so, like, that's... Because people on ESPN are like, who's this Jokic guy? Yeah. Did I see that, like, game one of the finals? Where'd he come from as if he didn't win two MVPs? What yeah. is mainstream media? He's dude? been, dude. He's been terrorizing the paint for yeah. a little bit now. What is mainstream media? I don't know, but I will say this: um, Who do you have in the series, though? Miami? No, nah, Nuggets in six. Uh, and I, I respect. Who's your favorite the, team? I don't have one. The the steam coming in 
Steam coming in today is like, do you see the Nuggets losing two games in a row? No, not really. They're pretty good. And, um, you know, like you guys were saying earlier, happy hour home court really doesn't have much weight in the NBA. Um, but like I said, I'm going to die on the cell. Caleb Martin MVP. I'm going to die on it. Okay. I think he has I a like good that. game tonight. I think he has a good game tonight. I think he's going to play well at home. And then if he's just a factor in six and seven back in Denver and the heat win, I could see like Butler dropping like a 40, 50 point game somewhere. And if the heat win him winning MVP because of yeah. that one game, I, I could they, see it going that way for sure too. The heat are going to continue to get buckets like they did in game two. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, and that was a comeback game too. And that's big against a team like the nuggets who are so refined and they barely missed their shots. Like for them to blow a lead, that's weird. Yeah. Like, it's going to play a part. So. I think Heat win tonight on Wednesday, June 7th, and then the Nuggets win the next, the next, the rest of the games, and it's over. They're a better, the Nuggets are a better team, but I'm just going to, my gut is saying Heat in seven. So I'm just going to go with it. Heat in seven. I got Nuggets in sec. What do you got, Frank? I'm going to go uh, Nuggets in seven. Nick, any, you got a coin flip for us? No? You want me to coin flip it? Give it, give us a coin flip. Uh,. I don't think it will go seven, but all right, there you go. N- nuggets and six. Um, so I'm the only Heat guy here. Whatever. It's kind of it's a little bit of it a parlay bet. For the heat. It's, it's also yeah. weird though because I feel like I don't know. I think Knights and six as well. Probably the also real quick. Riding. No one, no one's talking about this. The Vegas Golden Knights are the best expansion team of all time. They won it. They won a Stanley Cup in their first year. No, they didn't. They was it the first the or Stanley second year? Cup. They lost I thought they the won Stanley one. Cup their first year. I thought they won one. No, they lost in the finals their first year of existence. Um, Which is still very good. And then they, they finished as a high regular season seed last year. And then they're in the finals this year or something like that. But they've been to four conference finals. Or maybe. Uh, they've been around for five years maybe. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. They are the best expansion team because... It really is crazy, but I also feel like it goes to show how well the NHL has set their expansion teams up. Because even the Kraken this year made the playoffs and won a series. They lost yeah, in the second round. Wild. Isn't it crazy how they were like, they were so quick to write them off? And they, I mean, they hated Gallant. They got away from him, and now they're coming back. Um, yeah, but it is cool to see that. Um, and just Vegas. I mean, when Vegas is popping, that's just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so. dude, I mean, they're in the playoffs every year. What's the last expansion team that you can think of that has been in the playoffs every single year of their existence? Yeah, no, it is cool to see. I mean, the Florida Marlins, they won the World Series in, what was it, 90 th- 97? And then yeah. 2003? So I guess the, the Knights are up competing against them. The Knights are up 2-0 now, even though I am rooting for the, the P's, baby. Florida Panthers? Yeah. Pushing P. I think they get two at home. Yeah. Low rider. Again, I'm, it's nice when you have finals where you don't really care who wins. Because, like, either way in the NBA, the Heat win, that's cool. Like, I don't mind that. Be, love to see that. Uh, same thing with the Nuggets. And then on the hockey side of it, like... I don't care either. Like both teams are going for their first cup. Like that's cool. So yeah. So they have uh, two conference championship wins. 
17, 18 this year, and then three division championships. That's wild. Yeah, that is crazy. We cap off a nice run with a win here. Yeah, how about it? We're going to Miami. <laughs> yeah, just pull a messy. Go to Miami. Have fun. Do the floor, do the Rick and Morty cat thing. Go to Florida. Get on a yacht. There you go. All right, we we done? That is all. We're all? We're all done?